Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode three of The Distance Social. Thank you so much to Ian. He is one of my coworkers. He's the music teacher at my school that I work at, and he wrote and created that awesome intro. So shout out to Ian. Thank you so much. Um, I realized... (laughs) a little belatedly that I never actually introduced myself. I've been calling random people and uh, asking them to talk to me on this podcast, and I never introduced who I am, probably mostly because most of the people who are listening to this are people that already know me. Um, But my name is Megan, and I'm a teacher. Um, I'm a special education teacher. I've been doing this is my ninth year of teaching, although I guess does this half of the year count? As teaching, I guess it does, even though it's from a distance, Um, because my school system has officially closed for the rest of the school year. So who knows what my second half of my ninth year of teaching is going to look like. Um, It could get really interesting. But anyway, as you know, if you've listened to the last two episodes, this is literally a podcast where I randomly cold call people and talk to them about what they're doing during all of this crazy craziness that we are experiencing um right now in the world the society it's uh it's been quite interesting um unfortunately I tried to do that with several different people but they were all unavailable so I have a special treat Instead, um, I was able to coax my father up from the downstairs and get him to come and be on the podcast today. So without further ado, here is me and my dad hanging out and talking on the podcast. All right. So I tried to call like three different people. One of them didn't answer because she was in the middle of a lesson with her students in China. One of them I couldn't talk to because I realized it was well past her bedtime. And the other one I called and then the thing stopped recording. So, I have brought my father up to be my guest on the podcast instead. I'm a last resort. You're not a last resort. You're just a, a convenient a guest. Convenient resort. You're well. You're a convenient guest, so I was saving you for a time where I needed you. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I feel special. You're special. I feel special. So, uh, your name is well. I call you Dad, but your name is Ralph. My name is Ralph. And you. Oh, don't tell him your whole name. <laughs> cut that out. I'll cut it out. <laughs> God. Don't tell him your whole name. Good lord. I don't know. I don't know about this stuff. Yeah, this you don't want everybody to know your whole all, like go ahead and tell him your social security number. <laughs> it's um one two three. <laughs> uh, OU812. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, so well, it's been kind of a sad evening in a way. Yeah. Because uh, of the news about John Prine. Yeah. He's like one of your favorite singers. He is. So, and you just found out that he has COVID. Yes. Which and really he's, stinks. He's in intensive care, so keep the prayers coming. Yeah, because we, we want him to be okay for sure. But you like to play music, and you I told you that I wanted you on my podcast, and you said you would come up and maybe play 
a little John Prine. I, I certainly would like to do a John Prine song. Yeah. Um, it's called uh, Paradise. Okay. Is the name of it. All right. You want me to just play it now? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> When I was a child, my family would travel down to western Kentucky, where my parents were born. It's a backwards old town that's often remembered so many times that my memories are warm. And Daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County, down by the Green River, where paradise lay. Well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking. Mr. Peabody's coal train has hauled it away. Well, sometimes we travel right down the Green River to the abandoned old prison down by Adrian Hill. Where the air smelled like snakes and we'd shoot with our pistols. But empty pop bottles was all we would kill. And Daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County, down by the Green River where paradise lay? Well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking. Mr. Peabody's coal train is hauled it away. Where the coal companies came with the world's largest shovel and they tortured the timber and stripped all the land. Where they dug for their coal till the land was forsaken and then rode it all down as the prime grass man. Daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County, down by the Green River where paradise lay? I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking. Mr. Peabody's coal train has hauled it away. When I die, let my ashes flow down the Green River. Let my soul flow on down to the Rochester Dam. I'll be halfway to heaven with paradise waiting, just five miles away from wherever I am. And Daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County, down by the Green River where paradise lay? Well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking. Mr. Peabody's coal train is hauled away. Very nice, Daddy. Well, thank you. That was good. That's a song uh, John Prine wrote about his uh, hometown, where his father was from. Mm -hmm. And he remembered as a kid going down there and doing crazy stuff and... Um, and also a social commentary about how the coal companies have just tortured the mountains and that he loved and so so he wrote a song about it yeah which is the way i think it happens with a lot of songwriters and yeah. something in your life 
happens and you just, you know, you write about it. I know in the worst times of my life, some of the best songs have come out that I've written in. Yeah. It's like, um, well, and that's what I you've told me you like so much about John Prine is that he's a storyteller. He tells stories about... Exactly. About different things that have happened in his life or funny, you know, pieces of information that he picks up along the way or... Just a, a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, one of the things that I've been doing on the podcast is asking really um, silly little questions. <laughs> so, would you rather have to read aloud every word you read or sing everything you say out loud? <laughs> It would be easier for me to sing everything out loud. I figured that would be your answer. <laughs> sure. It's like that TV show, right? Yeah, that and one that... Sing your emotions. Yeah, definitely. The Zoe's Extraordinary <laughs> Playlist. You can hear other people's emotions. That would, yeah, that would be pretty funny. That would be wild. <laughs> yeah. So well, how, how have you been handling this whole quarantine thing? It's been interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was telling somebody tonight it's it's made me a bit more introspective at times uh, yeah. because you do have more time to yourself and uh, I've played my guitar a lot more which is probably good. Yeah. Um, this is like extreme retirement for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the girls were afraid of that I would end up in my lounge chairs uh, every day watching TV. Right. Exactly. And what am I doing laying in my lounge chair watching TV? Yeah, we were worried that's what you would do during. Retirement, and that's what that's what you have to do now. I, mean, I know you just got. That's what you have to do, though. I mean, you're well, doing your part. There's other things I could be doing, but uh, like unpacking. But you know, other than that, yeah. But who wants to? Nobody <laughs> wants to do that. <laughs> I know. I was telling you earlier. I'm gonna make myself like a schedule for tomorrow, which I have done. And one of the things on there is like clean and unpack and. We'll see if that actually happens. <laughs> I just avoid it all day long. I think that is. I think that is the the most joy of retirement is there. There usually is no schedule. You know. Yeah. The, the past year for me has been a lot with a lot of things to yeah. do and deadlines and all that stuff, and I'm I'm anxious to get back to where I don't have anything to do or worry about it. Yeah, you just get to do what you <laughs> want to do. And I'm close to it. Okay. Yeah, 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 definitely. But it has been a journey. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. But, um, well, do you want to play I another song? Um, yeah, I could be coaxed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you want me to do? You want me to do that one? Um, do the funny one. Dear Abby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you do that one? <laughs> I, I, I can do yeah, some of it. I'll do part of it. Yeah. Dear Abby, dear Abby, my feet are too long. My wife hollers at me and my rights are all wrong. Every day I get up on is the wrong side of bed. If it weren't so expensive, I wish I were dead. <laughs> Sign unhappy. <laughs> unhappy, unhappy, you have no complaint. You are what you are, and you ain't what you ain't. So listen up, Buster, and listen up good. Stop wishing for bad luck and knock on wood. (laughs) 
Dear Abby, dear Abby, well, who'd ever thought that me and my girlfriend would ever get caught? We were just in the backseat, shooting the breeze, with her hair up in curlers and her pants to her knees. Sign, just marry, just marry, just marry, you have no complaint. You are what you are, and you ain't what you ain't. So listen up, Buster, and listen up good. Stop wishing for bad luck and knocking on wood. Sign, dear Abby. <laughs> well, you were telling me a story about that song. How did he come up with like writing about it? <clears throat> Yes, he was, um, he was in Rome. He was in Rome, Italy, and he ordered a sandwich in, a, a, in some little cafe or something. I believe that's how it goes. And, and the sandwich came wrapped in a newspaper, and it, was all, and it was the only newspaper that was in English. And he opened it up, and uh, there was Dear Abby column right on the paper. <laughs> and so they said... Uh, so then I sat down and I wrote her this song. <laughs> <laughs> and he would play that song. And there's about four, di- four different verses to it. I mm-hmm. don't remember them all right now, but they're all funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're all exactly. great. So, and, but I always liked, um, I always told people that he was a, a poet. Mm-hmm. Um, his, his, his words would paint a picture for you like... Um, um, the air smelled like snakes, <laughs> and we'd shoot with our pistols. You know, and, yeah. Um, but empty pop bottles is all we would kill. You know, so yeah, it's yeah. like you you can see that in your mind without you know any prompting at all. You know, and that, that's what I always liked about his um, about his music. I guess that's why I, uh, I got on to him. You know, so so long ago mm-hmm. when he first came out. I guess. Um, yeah. It, but before that, it was um, there was a guy who hung around with John Prine. I found out later, uh, named Steve Goodman, and he he was incredible <laughs> guitar player, singer, performer. He's he was just out there. He's a short little guy, and <laughs> and uh, he just ha- he had it and. Uh, mm-hmm. And his, I guess his big claim to fame was he wrote, um, for Arlo Guthrie, he wrote, uh, Nighttime on the city of New Orleans, Illinois Central, Monday morning rain. I don't know that Good one. morning, America, how are you? Don't you know me? I'm your native son. I'm the train they call the city of New Orleans. I bet people from New Orleans know that one. When the day is done. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if any of your friends will know this song. Or not. <laughs> but that Probably was not. that was uh, he wrote that for everybody thought that R.O. Guthrie wrote it and he, he didn't. Uh, Steve Goodman wrote it and he wrote mm. wrote a lot of other songs. But the, but my first in, the first time I ever saw him was in a concert that I went to with my first wife. So I was probably in my early 20s, mid-20s, and we went to the, uh, with two friends, went down to the Coliseum, the Hampton Coliseum, to see Joan Baez. Um, and 
during the uh, Joan Baez did her first and she was wonderful and everybody was enraptured with her and she said, well, I'm going to take a short 15 minute break, but while I take a break, I want to invite a friend of mine to come out and sing for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, this little short guy walks out on stage, this is my friend, Steve Goodman. You know, everybody kind of politely clapped, you know, he's like, he walks out, no guitar, just walks out on stage and starts singing. Hmm. And his whole voice filled that Coliseum. It was just resonating. And from that point on, I was a Steve Goodman fan, mm-hmm. <laughs> which led me to John Prime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> because yeah. Because they were good friends and they did a lot of writing together. And once I latched on to John Prine, I, I, I could do his music easier than I could do because John Prine doesn't use a whole lot of uh, hard chords. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're fairly simple to play and they're usually three or four chords in a song and he's proud of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, because it's so, more about the mu- like the lyrics and the story exactly. than the, the music part. Exactly, the storytelling than the music. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely a folk yeah. singer. But you, you told me a story the other day about what mom said about Oh, what your mother used to say about John. She hated John Prine's voice. <laughs> she could not stand John Prine. We'd come on, she'd turn the radio off. <laughs> and I said, well, honey, don't you understand? I said, I do. I do John Prine songs all the time. She said, yeah, but I like the way you sing it. <laughs> she really did not like him. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't like his... Well, he can be kind of raspy in his voice and I I smooth it out a little bit when I sing it Mm -hmm. Um, but it's still this underlying same melody and everything that he sings and uh, when I used to sing with the uh, groups in the past and stuff it was always we put harmonies to it and everything and it just sounded you know have two or three guitars going and you know it was it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of bummed because when I was in Nashville, we we were planning to maybe go see John Prine at the Opry for New Year's, and then it ended up you know the tickets sold out before we bought them or whatever, and we just didn't end up going. Now I'm kind of bummed that we didn't go. <laughs> I know I was excited. To see I know I knew you were going to be like <laughs> she super called me stoked. Like, uh, yeah, I think you called me from a bar or something. I think. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much where I was in that. Na- I mean, that is Nashville. That That's is what you Nashville. go there for. So yeah, I want to go there someday. As I've heard, it's a really neat town. It is very cool. It's I liked a very it. Very musical town. Yeah, well. I mean, the, that's the coolest part about it. Is just it's not even really about like the bars in terms of like going and just drinking. I mean, that is definitely part of the culture of it. But mm-hmm. it's about going. There's just live music everywhere. Yeah, like the yeah. whole thing is just live music. That's what I liked about New Orleans was walking down Bourbon Street and you'd go in one bar and it would be, you know, one type of music and yeah. then the next one would be another type of music. It's like five or six bars down a walk. You know? Yeah, you just like <laughs> pop in. Stay in there, yeah. It's, That's cool. It, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. Well, you want to do one more song for us? You got uh, another one in you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, maybe we'll get off of John Prine and do, um, do uh, uh, Eagles. Okay, yeah, that. go for it. Maybe I should take another drink of my... Yeah, take your drink first. Special concoction. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> my my bandmate does that with his tea. He goes, well, what's in that tea? 
<laughs> Mama made some good tea tonight. <laughs> yeah, by the, I'll put a shameless plug in. I am in a band now. Um, we're called the Carlisle Avenue Band, and we play 50s, 60s, and 70s music. And uh, I'm prejudiced, but I think we're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting better all the time with all this practice we're going to be having without being able to play out anywhere, which is... Yeah, that's true. This was supposed to be our big breakout year. <laughs> it didn't happen yet. <laughs> but but it's a lot of fun. I, I'm, I've really appreciated the, being with those guys and making music with them. Is I have missed it so much in the last couple of weeks when we haven't been able to practice, but... I've never washed my hands so much in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I right. thought I was OCD about it before. But I really, I'm, I'm really, really now. I really. Yeah, for anyway, sure. Let me. I've procrastinated long enough. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. I just forgot it. I like the way your sparkling earrings lay Against your skin so brown And I want to sleep with you in the desert tonight A billion stars all around Cause I got a peaceful, easy feeling I know you won't let me down Cause I'm already standing on the ground And I found out a long time ago What a woman can do to your soul Ah, but she can't take you anyway You don't already know how to go Cause I got a peaceful, easy feeling And I know you won't let me down Cause I'm already standing on the ground Get this feeling I may know you As a lover and a friend This voice keeps whispering in my other ear Tells me I may never see you again Cause I got a peaceful, easy feeling you won't let me down Cause I'm already standing Yes, I'm already standing On the ground Ooh, oh,
Thank you. Thank you very much. Great job, Daddy. And considering five years ago, I probably couldn't have sang that song and played at the same time. I could do one or the other, but I couldn't <laughs> <do that. laughs> Yeah, you've definitely come a long way I'm, with your playing. I'm and, trying. It's, yeah. You know, it's definitely a challenge at times, but yeah, especially with old hands. Uh, yeah, they tend to cramp up, thumbs cramp, and stuff yeah. like that. But, uh, yeah, it's hard. I abused my hands as a mechanic for forty years, so it's like <laughs> yeah, you're coming back from that a little bit now. <laughs> the damage was done. The damage was done. Now you just got to work with it. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on my podcast. Thank you so much. I I was a little nervous about doing it, but uh, it was. Uh, it's very nice to just sit here and talk to you. I know. Uh, it's just about talking, really. It's, it's, it's all about talking. <laughs> That's all it is. And, just um, rip the Band-Aid off. Stay isolated as much as you can and wash your hands. That's right. We, that's what the whole point of this is, is that we can be social. This is your father talking. That's right. Better listen to my dad. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. Because the more we do it, the less time we're going to be stuck inside. That's right. <laughs> Please, dear God. Please, for the love of God, just stay indoors <laughs> so that we don't have to do this for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, thanks. Well, thank you so much for inviting me up the stairs. <laughs> you had to travel so far. Really, I had to come out of my basement. <laughs> <laughs> and and we actually got to do it in person, which is not normally what happens on my podcast. It's mostly over the over, phone. Yeah, this is, a, this is a first. This is like not socializing from a distance. This is the opposite of what I'm trying to get across, but it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'll do it in a pinch. <laughs> You're just convenient, I told you. That's You're just right. a convenient guest. <laughs> anyway. Well, I could always call you from downstairs. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Let's just do it over the phone next time. Right. Exactly. It'll definitely stay on brand. It would be tough to do the guitar and singing over the phone, though. <laughs> no, no, no. No. It would be anyway. too hard. Anyway. No, thank you, Megs. Yeah, thank you. Well, anyway, uh, you guys will hear from me again soon. And until next time, make sure you're being social from a distance. Don't do what we just did. <laughs> Talk to you later.